So the Informed Consumers Act went into effect on June 27th. It requires online marketplaces to verify information from high-volume third-party sellers. The sellers have separate accounts or transactions of newer used consumer products, and anything 5000 or more in gross revenue during any 12-month pan uh, is is subject to this Informed Consumers Act. So online shopping scams. Uh, you go around, you're looking for good deals, you buy something and you get something, and maybe it's not exactly what you got, um, but you're not going to get a refund, you're not going to get a return, and you're just out X amount of money. So that's what the Informed Consumers Act is supposed to protect. So how is this going, this this fight against phony goods, how are you supposed to be protected from it? Uh, Susan Tompor wrote a great pre, uh, piece in the Detroit Free Press. She joins us uh, this afternoon. Susan, great to have you with us. So how, how is this crackdown going to work exactly? Well, thank you, Chris. I guess the basic thing is, you know, we're always telling the consumer, buyer beware, buyer beware. But in this case, What's going to happen is the marketplaces will have to do more due diligence, if you will, uh, to see who's listing and, uh, you know, who's doing this selling. They will be able to uh, supposedly, you know, knock people off the line, suspend these uh, third-party sellers if they don't provide this required information um, or they don't offer consumers a way to, you know, uh, report suspicious conduct. So um, very important uh, for you to be able to uh, at least uh, shut it down on the front end, if you will, make sure some of this fraud is not on the online marketplace to start off with. Um, That doesn't leave the consumer, you know, uh, with a complete um, confidence in the system. You still do need to really double check what you're doing. Um, Search some things online, perhaps, uh, to see if there's complaints about a certain scam or whatever. I mean, it, it is startling to know that last year the Federal Trade Commission received 360,000 complaints related to online shopping Mm. fraud, and 43% of those complaints involved losing money. Um, You know, and you can can lose some decent change there. The median loss was $179. Uh, What's happening, of course, is, you know, that's a broad-based fraud where, uh, you know, maybe they impersonate uh, well-respected websites. You know, they'll do the fraudulent website and, and that sort of thing. Uh, but some of these folks are indeed crooks selling stolen merchandise and uh, always best to use, they say, a credit card, not your debit card, because you do have some more um, protections that mm-hmm. way. Um, and, of course, you wouldn't want to give access to a crook to your checking account. Um, so, you know, you can shut down that credit card a little bit more quickly, too, and, you know, not have as much trouble with somebody getting into your credit card. So that's a standard rule, uh, I think, when you're shopping online is to use that credit card. It's hard to say how this is going to work, though, because I always feel like some of these crooks are um, able to get around everything. Sure. <laughs> you know, they, they're they really very good at what they do. So it's it's still a little early to tell how well this is going to work, but um, it might, it might give us a, a little bit more uh, confidence down the line. You know, we're running up against uh, Amazon Prime Day on Tuesday yep. and Wednesday. Um, so these are you know, things that a lot of people are going to be shopping online. And uh, you want, we also want to alert people to that fact that, you know, you could be getting some text there that's different from this impersonation scam, but 
uh, you know, they're impersonating uh, maybe Amazon or uh, U.S. Postal Service by sending you a text and don't click on those links. And, and these, um, and, and, but these are only meant for sellers in the United States, right? So you need to be pretty due diligent when it comes to if you're buying something off a website with the seller out of the country. Yes, you certainly do. You certainly do. And, you know, a lot of these things uh, you'll find out, you know, uh, don't have a phone number. You know, that's another way of protecting yourself. Are you able to see a phone number that you can contact? And, you know, sometimes we're telling folks, call that number before you even order. Them. Sure. See if somebody picks up the, the line, because if they don't before you bought it, you know, they're not going to do it after. You know. <laughs> well, and it's it's one of those red flags that I think people have to be aware of. And, and, and you brought up a great point, because I think the number one thing that people worry about when they make purchases online, it's protecting their identity, protecting their bank account, protecting their their cards so that they don't get taken for hundreds of thousands of dollars, thousands of dollars that you've got in your account. And so I think that's the that's what's top of mind for people. It's well, I want I don't want to make sure I'm getting scammed of my money, but but in a way you still are because if you're not getting what you ordered necessarily, then then you are still being scammed out of your money. So what do people need to look out for? Uh, what what are some of the obvious signs of something that might be a little nefarious? Well, one one uh, alert from uh, some of the regulators is some of these brand names. Um, some scammers tend to focus on big brand names. A couple of years back, I know I did a um, piece of a gentleman who found Clark shoes on a Facebook ad. It was a fake, you know, you think Clark shoes, I mean, what could be more sensible, right? Um, but it was a fake ad and he lost money. And again, I think he was able to get it back because of a credit card. But so if it's a brand name, don't necessarily uh, believe that the people selling that brand name are the brand or even have access to the brand. Uh, the Better Business Bureau said some top uh, brands that scammers are going to focus on include Nike shoes, mm. NFL clothing, Apple gadgets, um, Louis Vuitton handbags, Tiffany jewelry, and Lego toys. So if you're shopping for something mm. with a big brand name like that, um, you do want to think twice. You do want to look at the um, URL codes, see if they're a little bit off. Um, you know, the, the name might be a little bit off on some of those. Um, also, it's it's good, like I said, to try to double check and look online to see if there have been uh, a slew of people reporting that, you know, this seller, the name of this seller is a is a crook, you know, is a fake. Um, and you do see that, you know, I'll do that every now and then and Google a name. And uh, that's one of the things that the consumer watchdogs are telling you more and more, uh, because you can see sometimes when there are complaints. So that's always a good way to do that as well. And you you um, actually but- also brought up Amazon and eBay in your piece, which I'm glad you did because uh you, you mentioned uh, uh the Amazon deals that are coming in the next couple of days uh, uh too, but but I think most people are doing a lot of a lot of shopping gets done on Amazon. And so uh is there is there extra due diligence that those companies are doing Amazon, eBay, things like that? Is there extra d- due diligence that they're doing to try to protect uh their buyers from from the goods that they're purchasing? They are saying that the online marketplaces, eBay, uh, you know, sent me a note saying that they are trying to protect the consumers from the bad actors, um, and they'll be, you know, try to work with these protections. Um, and Amazon stated, you know, uh, on its blog, you know, referred me to its blog, but they said they've been communicating um, with instructions and resources to these sellers. So they've been trying to go through the verification process, uh, you know, even before it was launched. So. Uh, I guess they are pretty partic- pretty much participating, and the Federal Trade Commission sent letters uh, to 50 online marketplaces nationwide 
to notify them of their obligations. So it is uh, something that, that is definitely being looked at, something that's definitely um, being worked, but it's also something definitely needed uh, because, you know, you hear about these smash and grabs, you hear about all these uh, people stealing things from drugstores. Well, they're, they're not just selling it from the back of their trunk anymore. Some of these folks have very elaborate ways to sell it online. Yeah, it's a uh, great point. Susan Tompor with the Detroit Free Press. Thank you so much. Uh, it's uh, interesting stuff and uh, something to keep in mind, no doubt. Thank you. All right. Uh, thank you, Susan. Have a good one. Um, you do really have to be diligent. I mean, I, I know that it's very hard to do. The What I still feel like the people who have the most issues are, are still the elderly. Like I like I, my grandparents, people like that, they'll still shop on Amazon. Like we've got it all set up for them. They can just go push a couple buttons. And and if you're not really careful in what you're looking at, I, I mean, Brian, it still happens in that way that people are still, I mean, they get taken advantage of that way. Remember the great toilet paper shortage at the beginning of the pandemic? How could I forget? My mom ordered a case, a case of toilet paper through Amazon. Didn't read the instruction, whatever the description was. When she got it, the box was about less than a foot wide. It like a shoebox. It was, yeah, maybe smaller than a shoebox. It was toilet paper. Oh my gosh! For a Barbie dollhouse. <laughs> oh my God. Got to take a break. We're giving away Eagles tickets next.